We are on Nidarim, Paragimah, Mishnah Yud Aleph, 11th Mishnah, in the third chapter, the last Mishnah in the third chapter of the second Nidarim. So we're going to continue talking about different things that a person says and what the meaning, what the ramifications of that language is. If a person says, Konam she'eni nehen in the B'nai Noach, I don't want to have any Hanah from B'nai Noach, from someone who's a Ben Noach, so what does he mean? Mutar Yisrael. so he's allowed to benefit from other Jews. V'asur be'umos olam. Umota olam. Why did I say that? He's mutar from Jews, but prohibited umota olam from any other nations of the world. Meaning, he doesn't have to actually be bnei noach. <coughs> Excuse me. But bnei noach, the term bnei noach, refers to umota olam. That was the colloquial understanding. Similarly, if a person takes an oath, konam. I take an oath that I'm not going to benefit from Zera Avraham. This is the language of the children of Abraham. When he refers to as Asur bi Yisrael, then he means Yisrael. Umutar ba olam. So he's, he's prohibited from benefiting from any Yisrael. Okay? Including, let's look at the Bartunura for a second. It's a long Mishnah. Okay? Asur bi Yisrael. Okay? Asur bi Yisrael. But Geirim, nami bichlal Zera Avraham And Even Geirim, even converts are considered Zera Avraham. As it says, Ki av hamon goyim because I made you the father of many nations. And that's including Gerim. That's why Gerim can say, you know, avoteinu. Avoteinu means our fathers. Avraham Avinu is the father of all the Jewish people. That's why Zera Avram, if a person takes an oath not to benefit from Zera Avram, then, then all Jews are included. Similarly, She'eni neheneli Yisrael, I don't want to benefit from. Eni neheneli Yisrael. What it means, any neheneli Yisrael, what that means is, I just want to get it right, I'm not going to benefit li Yisrael, means here, from, any, uh, uh, from another Jew. I take an oath. So then, can I go buy stuff? Can I go to the store? So sure, you can buy that. You can, you can go to the store. Lokeach biyoter. You go go to the store, you pay extra. I'm not, I don't want to benefit from you. Don't give me a deal. I'll pay double. Or umocher bepachot. And if I sell you something, I sell it for less than its value. Therefore, I'm not benefiting. You're allowed to do business, but you're not allowed to benefit. Or if a person takes an oath, she is so elne, and in the konam, I take an oath that no Jew will benefit from me. Then, lokeach bepachot, he has to pay less for the value if he wants to buy something. Umocher biyoter, and if he sells something of his, he has to sell it for greater than its value. Im shomino, if he'll get somebody to do it, but it's his problem. He probably shouldn't have taken a ridiculous oath, she is so that no Jew should benefit from me. She'eni ne'ene lehen v'hen li. I'm not going to benefit. I take an oath, Konam, that I don't want to benefit from them, from those Jews, and they don't benefit from me. Yehenel anachrin. You can benefit from non-Jews. Konam she'eni ne'ene la'arelim. If a person takes an oath, I don't want to benefit from arelim. Arel is a foreskin. Arelim refers to the uncircumcised. So does he mean anyone physically uncircumcised? Says the Mishnah, no. Mutar ba'arle Yisrael. He's permitted to benefit from arle Yisrael, from the, from the, even the Jews who are uncircumcised. And he's not allowed to benefit from even those who are circumcised of the umota olam of the nations of the world. Meaning, when a person says, Arelim, Arelim is a reference to non-Jews. If a person says the opposite, I take a note that I, want to, I don't want to benefit from those who are, who are circumcised. Similarly, So, Mulim refers to, it's a colloquialism for Jews. <coughs> And it, and therefore, the the oath 
teaches us that he's referring to that mulim refers to to the Jewish people and and uh, and even those who are not circumcised that are arelim that are technically not circumcised. Why? Sheena orla kruya el l'shem goyim. The term orla refers to the name of the nations. Sheneemar, as it says, ki kol hagoyim arelim v'chobet Yisrael arle leiv. All the nations of the world are arelim are uncircumcised. The whole house of Israel are are uncircumcised of the heart. The Yirmiyar wanted the Jewish people to do tshuva. The Omer. And similar, the plishti ha'arel this terrible plishti, this this uh, terrible plishti, this arel who was attacking the Jewish people. Uh, we could look it up. I'm pretty sure it's talking about Galiat, but I don't remember. But Omer, and it says, Pen plishtim, lest the daughters of the plishti be happy. Pen ta'alozna lest the daughters of the arelim rejoice. So here we see the, the idea of the arelim, the uncircumcised, is corresponding to the plishtim, so it refers to the non-Jews. And now that we talked about Mila and Arelim, so the mission now goes on a, on a whole tangent, a very long, midrashic, interesting tangent about the benefits or the, the, of Mila and why Mila, why circumcision is so important. The foreskin is Mi'usa, is considered repugnant. Because the, the, the wicked are referred to derogatorily as Arelim, as it says, all of the nations are Arelim. They are uncircumcised. And so that tells you that the, the foreskin, the uncircumcised part, that, that part of the, of the, of the body is considered, is considered negative. So now we talk about the importance of Mila. How important is, is circumcision? That HaKadosh Baruch Hu, that God, Established 13 covenants. What does it mean, 13 covenants? Let's look at the Bartonura for a second. Shlosh Esrei Britot. Nemru Beparshat Mila. Shenemra Avraham. The word Brit appears 13 times in the Parsha when Avraham Avinu was given the mitzvah of Brit Mila. Let's go back to our Mishnah. Let's go back. Here we are. Rabbi Yosi, Rabbi Yosi says, Gedola Mila Shedocha et Ashabbat Hamura. Mila is so great because it pushes off the Shabbat, which is significant. Meaning, if it's, if Mila, the eighth day of a baby's birth, Falls on Shabbat. We do the Mila. Mila is Docha Shabbat. Rabbi Shua ben Karcha Omer Gedola Mila. Mila is so great. Shalonit Lalo the Moshe Tzadik Alea Meloshaa. Mila is so important that Moshe Rabbeinu he he wasn't even given the, an hour, a second. Moshe, he was a Tzadik, but he wasn't given a second because for the because of the fact that he didn't do Mila. And this refers to it refers to Shemot Perik Dalit. I'm Perik Dalit. Right? And Moshe Rabbeinu, he was at the burning bush, and God, God says, go back to Mitzrayim. He goes to Mitzrayim. And we see, A very strange story. Moshe Rabbeinu is on the way back. This is Perak Dalit, Pasuk Dalit. He came to, some, the, to, the, to the hotel. God wanted to kill him. Why? What happens? took a flint. She cut off the foreskin of her son. She did Mila. Meaning, what Moshe Rabbeinu had said, I have to go, and I have to go save the Jewish people. There's no time to do Brit Milah. Somehow, Kadosh Baruch Hu said the message, no, no, no. First we do Brit Milah, then we save the Jewish people. That's what the Mishnah says, that Moshe Rabbi Shua ben Korcha said, that Moshe Rabbeinu wasn't given, lo nitlalo lemoshe aleh amelo sha'ah. I don't know exactly to translate, hold on a second. Yeah, the Kahati explains, what it means is that even his great merit couldn't even save him for a moment. His great, great men, lo nitlalo, didn't hang his punishment even for a moment. Mila is so great that it pushes off the idea of nigaim. If a person in Lo Aleinu had sarat on that part of his body, he still cut it off if he has to do a brit mila. Rabbi Omer, Rabbi says, 
שכל מצוות שעשה אברהם אבינו לא נקרא שלם. With all the מצוות that אברהם אבינו did, he was not called שלם complete, עד שמל, until he did מילה, שנאמר, התהלך לפניי והיה תמים. When God said to him, you have to do מילה, then he said, walk before him and be תמים, be whole, be pure. דבר אחר. says the Mishnah, גדולה מילה is great, even another idea. Without Mila, if it weren't for Mila, it weren't for circumcision, God would never have created His world. As it says, Hashem, so saith the Lord. If we're not for my Brit, really it means my covenant, but it means keeping the Torah. But here they, they're playing on words. If it isn't for my Brit, my circumcision, day and night, I would never have placed the laws and rules of the heavens and the earth. Why does the Mishnah go into such a long tangent about, about Mila? I really have no idea. It's so interesting why it's very rare that Mishnayot go into such great detail agadically. Uh, but I guess Mila was pretty important to them, so they saw the need. Once we're talking about oaths of, uh, of Mila, it's worthwhile to give a little muster, to give a little encouragement to make sure that people were doing circumcision. We'll stop here dedicating our learning to the memory of my father. Have a great day.